Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go. It is Thursday, September the 26th, 2019. It is time to get on the grid, people. SportsGrid.com. It is The Morning Line. I'm Joe Ranieri. Thank you very much for stopping by and hanging out with us as we get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports, not to mention... Football is back tonight. That is right. Football, both NFL, college football, will be center stage tonight. couple of Major League Baseball games uh, heading into a jam-packed weekend where teams still jockeying for position. Believe it or not, uh, we are just a week away from October, and October means postseason baseball. And... We do know the teams that will be participating in the postseason baseball. We just don't know who's playing where and necessarily who is playing who. Wild card still up for grabs. National League Central still up for grabs. But we do know, of course, the division leaders there. We've got the A's. We've got the Yankees. We've got now the Minnesota Twins who clinched last night. We've got the uh, Dodgers. Uh, We've got uh, the Cardinals for now who are leading the National League Central, although the Brewers uh, will refuse to lose one again last night. And we also know the Atlanta Braves and the Washington Nationals. They have secured their place. We know who the teams are. We just don't know where the teams are going to be and whether or not in the American League we are going to have to have a one-game playoff on Monday in order to decide who's going to... Well, playing that one game wild card playoff to decide who goes into the divisional championships there. So much to be determined. It'll start tomorrow as teams like the A's, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cleveland Indians are still battling. It's going to come down till Sunday, the very last day of the 2019 season. So a number of uh, remaining races uh, still up for grabs in Major League Baseball. So we'll get you covered here last night. Kind of kind of eliminated a whole bunch of teams, too, including the Mets, who great game last night. We're able to uh, we're able to pull it out and just dominate uh, the Miami Marlins behind Jacob deGrom. But ultimately, it was for not. Why? Well, that's because the Milwaukee Brewers just dismantled the uh, the Cincinnati Reds there last night got out early, never looked behind, and they went ahead now 17 of their last 19 games. That's right, 17 of their last 19 they have won. And now, early yesterday, we watched the St. Louis Cardinals go ahead and lose a game to the Diamondbacks 9-7. So that means, well, the Brewers, the actually winning the National League Central is not that far off. They're only a game and a half behind the cards now for the National League Central title. And at this point, they just don't look like they're going to lose at all, which is crazy. But that's the way it is right now. So uh, they'll be looking uh, very interesting here to see the final uh, the final stretch of the season, the final weekend of the season. What are the Cardinals going to do? What are the Brewers going to do? We do know, unfortunately, the Cubs... Yep, the Cubs uh, were eliminated along with the Mets in uh, last night, and kind of, kind of tough, uh, kind of tough year for the Cubs, especially down the stretch. There, they just they were not good. I mean, they're going to be watching the postseason from home for the first time since 2014. Hard to believe that, but the clubs, have, uh, the Cubs have been there the last four years. They've kind of been a staple. We got used to seeing them in the postseason. They entered last night on a seven-game losing streak, and they extended it to eight. They lost 4-2 to the Pirates. Just a disappointing stretch down the season here. Joe Madden, in all likelihood, will be gone as the manager of the Chicago Cubs. 
Uh, although there's nothing official, but the rumors continue to be getting louder and louder in Chicago with Joe Madden. The Mets, listen, they defeated the uh, the Marlins rather easily last night, 10-3, to but it didn't matter. Their playoff drought now is up to three seasons. Mickey Calloway's team played pretty well, certainly in the second half of the season, but just a rough first half of the year just didn't um, – that was the problem. It uh, we uh, th- there were tale of two halves for the New York Mets this year. There was the prior to the All Star break, and then after the All Star break, and ultimately might have done just enough in order to be able to save Mickey Callaway's job. The manager of the New York Mets played way better in that second half. Uh, Jacob Degrom outstanding again last night, dominating as they ended up winning the game, but. You know, you win the race, you lose the war kind of situation there. But the Mets' uh, valiant effort gave uh, would not quit. A lot to be proud of, a lot to build off of heading into next year. So basically, the National League wild card race is down to the Brewers, the Nationals, and even the Cardinals. And, you know, if they can catch the Cardinals, they'll go ahead and win the division crown. And then you're looking at the Nationals and the Cardinals. The Nats still got a lot to play for. They went ahead out last night. They went ahead, took care of business, but they maintain a one-game edge over the Brewers as far as home field for the wild card. The Nats would love to be able to stay at home to play that wild card game. In all likelihood, Scherzer going up against I don't know who the hell is going to pitch for the uh, for the Brewers. I don't know that it matters at this point anymore. They have just elevated their game to a ridiculous level. Great job by the Brewers. Huge month of September, putting themselves into this position here. But they got four games remaining in the season. Now, the winner of the National League wildcard game is going to have the privilege of facing the Dodgers in a National League division series. That's right. So whoever wins that will be on their way to take on the Dodgers, while the Atlanta Braves will be taking on, in all likelihood, if it was to start today, the St. Louis Cardinals. So much to be determined. Good stuff. We also learned some bad news uh, yesterday with the Mets as Jeff McNeil ended up breaking his wrist. He had a fractured wrist. He was hit by a pitch. He's going to have surgery. The red Sonny Gray also going to have surgery. So and the Atlanta Braves suffered a injury, too. We'll tell you about that coming up as we run down the games here on this Thursday. It is the morning line sports grid. Don't hurt me, don't hurt me, no more, no more. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball... I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com franchise leading seven grand slams and he sends this one Four runs in the first inning against the Reds. Boy, I couldn't have got that game any worse. Uh, as they went on to win 9-2, the Brewers clinched their second straight postseason appearance last night in that game. 9-2 was uh, behind Ryan Braun's Grand Slam to start that game off. And boy, oh boy, 17 of the last 19 have gone in the win column for the Milwaukee Brewers, despite losing their MVP. That's right, Christian Yellick. Broken kneecap. And what have they done? Well, they've just gone out and went on a absolute tear. Great pitching, great bullpen, timely hitting like that with Ryan Braun. And now, at the very least, they're looking at a wild card. But they are, again, just a game and a half behind the Cardinals right now for the National League West title. And uh, the Cardinals... They're trying to hold on at this point. They lost yesterday. That's two in a row now. They lost to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a run here down the stretch. The uh, It's funny. On September 5th, the Brewers were seven and a half games out, right? And they've only lost twice since then. Uh, so that gives us 18 wins in that time frame. That is amazing. Now, they're going to play today in Cincinnati with the chance to move just one game back behind the cards who are going to be idle. Then it is off to Colorado for the Brewers for the final three games. While the Cardinals, they're going to go ahead and face whatever is left of this Chicago Cubs team who, again, lost last night for that eighth loss in a row. Just terrible. Uh, they have shut down Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, uh, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez. They're all done for the year. Still the Cubs, I'm sure are going to want to show up, have a little retribution there because the Cubs and the Cards, long history there, guys, don't necessarily like each other. But the Cubs, yeah, with the Brewers win, the Cubs, uh, of course, were eliminated last night, as were the New York Mets, although the Mets won, the Cubs did not. Uh, so that's what we've got. We know who the teams are. It's just a big question of who it's going to be in the American League as the Oakland A's. Took care of business last night. They won 3-2 over the uh, over the Anaheim Angels, the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, the big problem in the American League, of course, was the Cleveland Indians, who ended up getting crushed by the Chicago White Sox in Chicago there. They lost. Shane Bieber was on the hill. And not good news for Cleveland because the two teams that they are battling with to maintain Tampa Bay Rays, and of course, the Oakland A's, they both won there. The Twins, congratulations to the Minnesota Twins. They, uh, a couple more home runs, and the Twins beat the Tigers, and then they ended up watching from the clubhouse in Detroit, watching those Indians lose, which of course meant that they, for the first time since 2010, are the American League Central champions. Congratulations to them. Charlie Morton took the mound. For the Tampa Bay Rays at home on that final set against the uh, the New York Yankees. They had won in extra innings the night before. Charlie Morton took a no-hitter into the sixth inning. And the Yankees 
managed just one hit off of the Rays pitching staff last night. It's only the second time this year the Yankees have been one hit, and they picked up the win. They're now a game and a half up on the Indians in the playoff position with only three games to play. The Indians have four left, by the way. But uh, but the uh, Tampa Bay, sitting pretty good, has just dominated down the stretch, also gotten a little bit gotten a lot healthier here over the last month and a half. They've gotten Tyler Glass now back. They've gotten Blake Snell back. Charlie Morton has been dominant all year long for them. And that bullpen of the Rays, no joke, guys. Absolutely no joke. The chance of the Rays missing the playoffs now are pretty low. Can't say enough great things about the Tampa Bay Rays' ability to match last year's 90-win season with this year's 90-plus win season. Good stuff there. Uh, But again, Still to be determined, they still got to close out the season winning games. Otherwise, you leave the door open for the Cleveland Indians to jump right through. Yeah, tough night for the Indians, man. Desperation is not uh, is not even a strong enough word to describe what they're going to have to go through here through Sunday. The Rays, they're going to play the Blue Jays. The Indians have three games in Washington, D.C., taking on the Nationals. To close the season. Now, while the Nationals have clinched a playoff berth, they are going to want to retain that top wild card spot. They're going to want this home game over the Brewers, in all likelihood, what will be the Brewers, unless, of course, the Cardinals fall apart against the Cubs here over the weekend, then the Brewers could very well uh, be the National League Central champs. But they are going to want to try to win that final series, that being the Nationals. Why? They're only one game over 500 on the road this year, the Nationals. So a much better home team than road team. They would like to have that play-in game right there. And, of course, the winner of the National League wildcard game, which I believe will be Tuesday, yep, they're going to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. So Cleveland, not good. They started last night with a 44% chance of advancing to the playoffs. After that loss last night, it is in single digits, guys. Not good for Cleveland. But plenty of meaningful games left here still. Plenty of opportunities for teams who are not going to be playing in October. A couple of opportunities for them to put their stamp and head into the offseason on a high note here. And pretty much everyone who is playing Any of the teams we just mentioned here over the weekend, they've got an opportunity to play spoiler, and they absolutely love that. Now, there are some injuries of note here, guys, too, as well. The Atlanta Braves, Ronald Acuna, they're shutting him down. Got a bit of a hip problem. problem. He was removed from the game on Tuesday night, uh, which is unfortunate because that would leave him three steals short of the 40-40 club, 40 home runs, 40 steals which would have been something else. But they're shutting him down until the uh, National League Division Series next week. Uh, That hip has been an issue for him, which is interesting. Uh, Also, we told you some bad news for uh, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray having uh, an amazing year for the Reds. He's going under the knife. He's going to have elbow surgery. And they, uh, it's an arthroscopic procedure. They do think he's got loose bodies in his elbow. I don't even know what that means. But... Uh, they don't say that he's going to miss any time next year. He should be ready by the time spring training comes around. And uh, Domingo Herman will continue his administrative leave extension through the postseason. He will not be with the New York Yankees. JT Remuto will go under, uh, in all likelihood, will be having knee surgery this offseason. He, um, yeah, he expects to, uh, they want to clean up uh, some of the stuff there in his knee And that's a pretty valuable situation there, given the fact that, yeah, they paid him a whole bunch of money. And, yeah, he's the catcher. So knees are pretty important. So we're starting to learn, uh, including Jeff McNeil, we told you, got uh, his wrist broken there in uh, the game last night against the Marlins. The Mets did. Uh, It is a little fractured after being hit by a pitch. But they don't expect him to miss any extended time come next season, at least in the spring training. So a lot of guys getting ready to go under the knife, fix some of those injuries, and get ready for April and March and April when it comes around next year. But looks like we know who's going to be advancing 
to the playoffs trying for a World Series title. And congratulations to Zank Granke. Lost his uh, no-hit bid last night against uh, the Seattle Mariners. One out in the ninth. He uh, he ended up giving up a hit, but it didn't matter. They ended up blanking him anyway. He was able to regroup. And boy, oh boy, that pitching staff of the Astros, there is a... Uh, If they could just pitch to Seattle all year, it would be great. They'd have, I think, half their games would be considered no-hitters. I think Verlander, uh, was it Verlander threw a no-hitter against them? Uh, They've had a couple of no-hit bids now going into the ninth inning against the Mariners, who they got to do something. I I just, they got to... They got to figure something out there. Uh, the two, yeah, Verlander pitched a, uh, a no-hitter, I'm sorry, against the Blue Jays on September 1st. And uh, then it was the four-pitcher no-hitter. It was Aaron Sanchez, Will Harris, Joe Biagnini, and uh, Chris Davinsky combined for that no-hitter on the Mariners back in August. So, yeah, good luck in the offseason there. The Seattle Mariners, maybe they can find some hitters. But only three games today on the card and it'll start at 12:35. Milwaukee taking on Cincinnati, Minnesota at one o'clock taking on Detroit. Most of those guys are probably still drunk. Boston, Texas uh, today, also two o'clock. Dodgers, San Diego, Colorado taking on San Francisco, Philly, Washington, Cub Pirates. We'll finish up that list when we come back here on the morning line. Sportsgrid.com. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in america can't get enough fantasy football roto experts has launched their nfl 365 fantasy football package which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet davis maddock and the roto experts are providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and nfl draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play save 10 percent at rotoexperts.com with the promo code fntsy it's the nfl 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com fantasy football frenzy i don't know what to tell you about pittsburgh it may be maybe over before it gets started theoretically though mason should should get better the more starts you get the more experience you get more comfortable that sort of thing but i don't know if i trust anybody on that offense right now uh outside of juju to do i think what you put yesterday is strong wide receiver too now that's pretty much what he is i think that's what he'll do but anybody else i'm not i don't think i trust anybody here Watch live weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Zumo TV, channel 719. Uh, 
All right, here we go. It is Thursday. Getting ready for Thursday night football, not only in the NFL week four, but week five of college football is uh, is getting ready. And right now, I can tell you, if you'd like two risk-free wagers of up to $1,000 for tonight's games, head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. You can enter the promo code GRID. You can get yourself two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. And in addition to traditional betting, PointsBet, they offer their own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So, for example, if you are playing tonight's NFL game and you take the Packers laying four, four and a half, and they beat the Eagles by seven, well, guess what? You'll get seven times your stake. How cool is that? It's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. The promo code is GRID. Get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. All in all, last night in Major League Baseball, favorites dominated. If you went down the list there, favorites unbelievable. 12-3 and last night. The biggest upset we told you was the White Sox, plus 290. Plus 290, taken down the Cleveland Indians, 8-3. And listen, the Indians are are trying to do their best to stay in this, but they're going to need a little help, it looks like, from the A's and from the Tampa Bay Rays. They're going to have to help that uh, the Blue Jays can take down the Rays a couple of games, and they're going to have to take care of business uh, against the Washington Nationals here over the weekend. Uh, The Twins, uh, they dominated last night. They clinched now. They are 10-1. to They were actually 10 to 1 to win the division before the season. Keep that in mind. Any of you that backed the Twins to take down, I know Cleveland was a monster favorite going into the season for the American League Central, but it's not to be. It's the Minnesota Twins, and that's a pretty nice number 10 to 1 to win the division before the season started. Uh, Unders, they also went uh, 8 and 7 last night, starting to get a little bit more of those playoff atmospheres. In these games here, I expect that to continue until uh, the little Y or X gets next to the person's name and it is solidified. I would uh, anticipate getting a, a few more of these lower scoring games, especially with guys like you know Scherzer and Strasburg and others going out there trying to dominate, trying to win their games and give themselves the best chance of uh, getting a home game, which is pretty important, more so to the Nationals, I think, than anybody else. Uh, But tonight we mentioned, listen, we've got football, right? It's all about the NFL and college football. Great game in college football here tonight that we're going to be uh, uh, we're going to be covering for you. That would be the Navy Navy taking on Memphis tonight in a interesting game. Memphis right now, right around a 10 and a half, 11 point favorite. Uh, Both of these teams come in undefeated in this game tonight. Both of these teams also had a bye uh, this week, uh, last week. So Navy, Memphis, uh, but the problem is Navy really hasn't, um, they haven't really played anybody uh, thus far. Holy Cross, I didn't even realize they still had a uh, an actual football team, but Navy beat them. Navy wasn't all that good last year, but they brought in a new defensive coordinator, Brian Newberry. He has used uh, all sorts of new multiple looks implemented a whole new scheme and now all of a sudden uh through two games navy navy's defense looks really really good another one of these they beat east carolina and holy cross and they beat them pretty good but again that's holy cross and east carolina memphis memphis is known to be uh to be able to put their uh foot on the gas pedal there and take off and they have done so so far this year the thing about Memphis, been known as a very high-octane, up-tempo offense, their defense actually has really come a long way in this year, first couple of games in the season. So both defenses are going to be, I think, exceptional here tonight. And also keep in mind that the service academies, that being Navy, yeah, they have um, they run that triple option. What does the triple option do? The triple option uh, eats up a ton of clock. They're not going to be throwing the ball 30, 40 times in the game tonight. There's not going to be any spread offense. And usually when you're dealing with teams like Air Force, Navy, Army, and that triple option and running game, 
usually a little bit lower scoring. Sometimes the unders are a better look than anything else or a better value on the board than anything else. But Navy finds himself as a double-digit dog tonight. And what you guys need to know about that is Navy over the years, yeah, they do pretty good. They're pretty profitable as a double-digit dog, which is where they are right now. In fact, Navy 15-8-2 against the spread as a double-digit dog uh, since 2005. And that's crazy. That's uh, that's really crazy. Navy, Kansas State, and Temple since 2005 are the most profitable college teams to back as double-digit dogs. So it's not easy. And the problem is it's not easy to cover large spread numbers like that against the service academies like Navy because of that triple option. And because they eat up so much clock, you're not going to get enough possessions in order to be able to score enough points to cover big double-digit spreads. That's why they have been one of the more profitable teams in that role, in that situation. But again, they've played Holy Cross. They've played East Carolina. So we'll see what's going on. Keep this in mind tonight, though. A little fun fact about this game. Navy is in a tough spot here. And they're on the road, but they're also, Navy's going through their, I believe they're, they have these six-week exams they have at the service academies. And they have been prepping for these exams for a while now, and it usually gets a little hectic this week, every college football season with the service academy. So Navy, although, listen, they've played pretty well thus far. Defense has really come up. New coordinator. We get it. But keep in mind that these kids here, they're going through a rough little stretch right now. And sometimes we have seen them not exactly put their best effort before in the past. And not just Navy, but Air Force and Army right around this time of year because of those six-week exams. So they did travel to Memphis uh, on Wednesday. They've been there since then. And I told you about the Memphis uh, defense, especially run defense. Keep in mind that because of the triple option and Navy's going to be running the ball every chance they get, Memphis really solid against the run this year. They've only allowed 3.1 yards per rush. That's top 40 in the country, guys. And that's going to be an important aspect of this game tonight against Navy. And listen, it's to me, the under is where you guys should be looking at in this situation. And I know people are going to throw that trend out to you. You're going to hear it all day long about how Navy is a double digit dog has been very profitable. I get that. They're also four and zero against the spread three and one straight up in their last four games against Mavis uh, Memphis rather. And the Navy quarterback, Malcolm Perry, has also, he's an upperclassman. He's had a couple of really good games against the Tigers over the last couple of years. So this is a revenge game for Memphis in the fact that they lost last year 22-21 to to Navy on the road, but they also lost three fumbles and they blew a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. So it was a bit of a meltdown for Memphis last year, but a lot of those kids that were on that team, Memphis, it was a young team last year. A lot of those upperclassmen are back this year. There was also heavy rain in that game. The weather was terrible. So, uh, yeah, they got a high-flying offense. They've got an improved defense. All in all, I think when you look at this, this has got uh, under, I think, definitely something you guys want to look at here. The under might be a way to go, and I think the under currently right around 55, 54, 55, somewhere in that ballpark. But uh, that is uh, that is definitely something you might want to take a look at, and I do think that Memphis also has enough firepower to be able to Clear weather tonight in Memphis. Not going to be any rainstorms or anything along those lines. I do think Memphis has the offensive firepower as well to uh, to dominate this game. Uh, 10, 10 and a half. It opened up at 11 and a half. It's been bet down a little bit because a lot of Navy money's coming in. I do think more Navy money is going to come in in this spot as that trend of them being uh, very profitable as a double-digit dog starts to come in. I would, if you like Memphis, my suggestion, hold off. I do think it might get to 10 or even less, nine and a half. Keep an eye on that because I do think an awful lot of uh, Navy money is on its way pretty shortly. In fact, uh, right up until kickoff. So uh, that's your college football game tonight. Actually, a pretty good game, I think. Uh, some history there. You got some trends. You got uh, the triple option. 
entertaining game, I think, is what we are going to see here tonight. But if you're back in Navy, grab the points while you can, because I do think that uh, it's it could get into single digits before it's all said and done before kickoff here tonight. If you're backing Memphis, hold off. Wait until kickoff because that money will come in. But I do like the under in this situation, 54 points. If you can get that number, I like that a lot. Now, as far as the NFL goes, you've got yourself a uh, you got yourself a bit of a battle here between the Packers and Eagles. We've talked about this game a little bit here during the week. Why is this so important to the Eagles? Well, because <laughs> they don't want to start the season one and three. Uh, it is not good. They are one and two right now. They kind of blew that game last week against the Detroit Lions. Not a good spot for the Eagles. They've been a little bit banged up, but it does sound like they are going to get uh, some help back here. They're going to get uh, Alshon Jeffrey uh, back. Uh, they're also going to get Jason Peters back. We'll give you the latest numbers from here because there's been some crazy line movements, and it's a good time for a gambling you as well. We talked about understanding how the books start the lines earlier in the week. Well, we'll tell you where they go from there and what the next steps are. We'll do that next year on the morning line. Get on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 All right, Thursday. Can't believe it. Thursday, September the 26th. Time to get back to uh, football, if you will. That is right, football. 
is here, people. It's uh, it's kind of hard to believe, but yes, uh, it is week four of the NFL season already. Not to mention that we've got uh, we've also got college football week five starting tonight. We told you about Nem- uh, Memphis and uh, Navy tonight. There broke that game down for you a little bit. We'll take a look at what we've got going on with the Packers and the Eagles. Now, here's the situation. The Eagles uh, are in a lot worse place than what the Packers are. Uh, that is for sure. Now, the Eagles have been really banged up. They've kind of uh, they they beat Washington game one, but they had to come all the way back to uh, to win that game. Uh, it has not been a good stretch. And the last thing that Philadelphia wants to do is start. They don't want to start off, guys, in a situation where they've got to be one in three because we know history tells us yeah, not good. Uh, it is uh, it is not good, their chances of making the playoffs. And it's also good news for Giant fans who are all hopped up on the Daniel Jones, uh, you know, announcement and what we witnessed from him last week. Giant fans, uh, listen, if, if New Orleans beats Dallas uh, on Sunday night, if Philadelphia loses tonight and the Giants can somehow beat Washington, all of a sudden, Giants are in second place. They're just one game out, and the entire NFC East, it's a bit of a head-scratcher there. That is for sure. Everyone could have a loss. Washington could be undefeated along with a possibly a new coach, which is what the rumor is. If uh, Jay Gruden doesn't win this game this weekend against the Giants, he could very well be on his way out. We also learned here today, uh, or last night uh, rather, that there might be a yet another injury going on. Uh, Case Keenum could be hurt. He's been in a walking boot. So Jay Gruden was asked yesterday about it, said, listen, Colt McCoy is uh, on his way back. He's returning to practice. He said, but he hasn't seen him throw a football yet. And the backup is Dwayne Haskins. I mean, any which way you cut it now. So if for some reason Case Keenum can't go, then Dwayne Haskins will be on the field there uh, this Sunday against the New York Giants. So, man, oh, man, it's uh, if it, things keep going from bad to worse for the Washington Redskins. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, listen, he didn't want to ever have to put Haskins in. It didn't sound like Jay Gruden. But the rumors, they're getting louder, guys. If he doesn't win this game and, and continues to lose games, especially against, you know, the Giants, you can't beat the Giants. Yeah, he may not have any choice but to play Haskins in this game. I don't know if that helps him or if it hurts him, but it doesn't sound from Jay Gruden that he is excited at all to have to have to put in uh, Haskins. He's hoping Colt McCoy, who again returned from practice, had a bit of a leg issue. Uh, over the offseason there, but he is back. He's hoping Colt McCoy, who has been there the longest and has run that offense of Jay Gruden's the longest, I think deep down inside he's hoping that what he sees from Colt McCoy is good enough to get the ball rolling and throw him out there if Case Keenum can't get it going. But that's the problem. They don't know, and they won't know, except for the fact that he's walking in a boot right now. doesn't look like he's going to be playing anything. Now, tonight... Carson Wentz, one and two straight up, 0-3 against the spread. The Eagles are heading to Lambeau to take on an Aaron Rodgers team. And let's face it, guys, it's make or break here for the uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. The, uh, the Green Bay Packers have been fortunate from the standpoint of they took on a Chicago Bears uh, team whose offense and Mitchell Trubisky, still, still not 100% sold on them. But... Uh, they uh, they did enough defensively to be able to win that game against Chicago. The game against Minnesota, uh, I think, can we all be realistic here? If it wasn't for Kurt Cousins playing for the other team, playing for them, in, a, in essence, wearing a Green Bay Packers jersey, they should not have won that game against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota actually handed them that game there, uh, but... They're still 3-0. They're 3-0 straight up and against the number. I'm not nearly as sold on the Green Bay Packers as some other people are. This game opened up as the Packers being a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It has been bet up, guys, big time, all the way, and I've watched this during the week, all the way to around five-and-a-half points. And, yeah, that's uh, what happened once it got to five-and-a-half. It started to come back down. So it's hovering in many places around – Four points, Eagles getting four points, and 
this is a good time to talk about that whole situation. We mentioned yesterday about how does it work with bookmakers creating the lines early in the week, right? Because football is so unique that the line comes out a week before the game. And, you know, Sunday night, those lines start to release and bookmakers put them out there. They're available to be bet on. And we told you that what they do in order to be able to diagnose if they have the right number. And again, books aren't trying to be right. They're just trying to figure out where is the sweet spot? Where is the number where we can get equal action on both sides, where they don't create liability for themselves? We also told you that what they do early on in the week is they lower the limits that bettors can bet on a game. So on Sunday night, for instance, you might have a uh, a $3,000 limit on a game. That allows them to take a look from the sharp action, the professional bettors, how much, how much action are they getting on one side or the other? Do they need to adjust the number? And then as the week goes on here, guys, they, they go ahead and raise the limit. So let's say from 3,000 on a Sunday to... 5000 on a Monday to 7500 on a Wednesday to $10,000 on a Friday. They continue to raise the limits here as the week progresses because they have enough information at the end of the week to decide whether or not they've got the right number. That's how it works for them. So from a betting perspective, right, if, if we're not uh, guys that are dropping five-figure bets down, uh, from our point of view, you're looking at this and going, okay, we're following the line from early in the week, right? And it is important to understand this, that you see where the line opens up, you see where it adjusts after the first 24 to 48 hours, and then, guys, the real telltale sign of the professional money is what happens later in the week. In other words, just before, let's say, kickoff Saturday, and just before the kickoff on Sunday, or even tonight, what happens over the next couple of hours to the line then? Because think about this. The professional bettors, you've raised the limits now to the most that they can be. You know they're going to hammer it. If they truly believe on one side, if they are totally hopped up on one side, you can tell which side that's going to be because the line movement will be dramatic. Why? Because the limits are the highest they can be. Professional bettors are about maximizing profits, right? So knowing that on Sunday, I can only bet 3000 but you know what? On Sunday morning, I can bet $10,000. they are going to bet 10000 A good example of this was last week. We watched the Detroit game against the Eagles, right? Detroit opened up as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. That was day one. That was Sunday night. Opened up as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Then it moved down to seven. And then as the week went on, it started to move down to six, then to five. That ended up Detroit going off at a four, was getting four points. And what that tells you is that as the week progressed, that number kept falling lower and lower and lower. That told you that the professionals were hammering the Detroit Lions, especially just before kickoff, because in some books that even got down to three and a half. And the reason being is because the pros... And it's a follow the money, guys. It's not that hard to figure out. Follow the money. The pros were unloading on the Detroit Lions late in the week, which told us as we're following this market, it told us that, yeah, when there was some money that came in early, when the limits were low, seven and a half, it moved down to seven the next day. And then it, as the limits increased, the line movement increased as well because that's when the more money that you were able to bet, the more money that the professionals came in and started hammering down, which is why you went from an opening of seven and a half to a closed line of three and a half, four in some places. That is a dramatic swing. It's also easier for us, and this is something you should all get in the habit of doing here, guys, for a little gambling you, get in the habit of following what happens to the lines from the minute it opens to just before kickoff and where what happened with it follow the market follow it figure it because it'll 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 become extremely apparent to you it'll jump off the page that wow it opened up at seven and a half and then it just started slowly but surely getting you know moving more and more and more and more yes because that's when the higher the limits the more money that professional bettors can make, the easier it is 
to read the market and figure out where the money is coming from. The public bets all week, but the public is not moving the line from a seven and a half to a four by kickoff. That's not where the pub, the public is not going to bet enough money in order to be able to do that. The professionals are. So that's how you read the market. It's very important, guys. Track the movement of the line in the market from Sunday night when those lines come out right up until kickoff. It'll give you a much better idea, especially the hours leading up to kickoff. It'll give you a much better idea as far as what maybe the better side to be on is. Do I want to be on the public side or do I want to be just because somebody has 70 percent of the bets? It doesn't necessarily mean that's the better side to be on. That tells me that's usually where the public is. If you've got big line movements and maybe only 30% of the bets, but 50-60% of the money, that tells you everything you need to know about who the professionals are backing. So a lot can be read. Get in the habit of following the line movements in the market. It'll go a long way for you in helping to determine what side and who's betting what. Uh, But tonight, I can tell you, it was all Green Bay early on, opened up at three and a half. It went as high as five and a half. Uh, Kickoff is tonight. Follow the line movement tonight. It went all the way up to five and a half. It's been bought back down. I'm seeing four across a lot of places, maybe even four and a half. So once it got to that five, it kind of got into no man's land and professional better started hammering it, bringing it back down to where it sits right now at four. Alshon Jeffrey, Dallas Godera is back here. So Carson Wentz will get a couple of his receivers back. And uh, the total opened up at about 47. It's been bet down to 46. So that tells me also that the some of the professional money coming in on the under, that they find value there. There's going to be uh, seven to 10 mile an hour wins tonight in uh, Green Bay, which, of course, affects scoring, kicking, throwing the ball. Wins is the big determining factor uh, on totals, and there's going to be a pretty windy night in Green Bay they're anticipating. So I like the – I certainly like the Philadelphia Eagles with their backs against the wall, prime time in a situation. I'm not buying Aaron Rodgers and company. I don't buy that offense. I think the defense is way overvalued. I don't think they're nearly as good as everyone thinks they are. I think that they ran into two teams, Chicago and Minnesota, who's haven't figured it out on offense yet, certainly when they played it. So I do think the numbers are a bit skewed. I don't think that's going to happen with Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz and company here tonight. I think that defense gives up more than people will think. And uh, I do expect the Eagles to be able to walk away with the victory. So I'm going to take the Eagles and the points here tonight. Either way, it's going to be a fun game, I hope. It's better than watching the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. We'll have more on this game. Plus, we'll take a look towards the weekend. Week 4 action, Week 5 college football. We'll look to make it rain for you. It's coming your way next year on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Good luck, guys.